0: From Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business.
1: Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today.
0: Luke, question for you. Yes. I want an update. Yes. You've uh, I know you've been in the financial department for some time Yeah, we talked about you've been bringing our listeners on this journey you have an update here i do have an update
1: i am going to be out of the finance department because i have hired who i believe to be a superstar named denise she's going to start june 3rd i shouldn't mention the date now i was gonna say this is going to be in the past (laughs) everybody's (laughs) going to know that the the podcast was not recorded today but that's okay you're still listening so we love you for that but
0: she's going to start June third, and I. So am. when you are listening to this, Luke will have been out of finance for about a month. So and I will tell you, ex- you're going to see ref- a lot more. Here's of how it. I
1: refer to accounting, and I love all you accountants out there. If we have an accountant listening to this, God bless you. Accounting <laughs> sucks the soul out of me. It is like I'm like a rubber band. Like here's a here's a great lesson for you in in business. So you can do anything because you can stretch yourself as a rubber band, but you have natural gifts and talents that that rubber band is just always going to want to go back. It's going to spring so, back. Yeah, it's going go yeah, to want to go back. Yeah, you're going to break, ma'am? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So you can stretch yourself, which I did, and I've stretched myself for a while. And Josh walked in on me today, thought I was preparing for an interview. That sounded <laughs> That's not <true>. a kind of, <laughs> he, he walked in on me. He walked in on me today, thought I was listening to an interview of the guest we had on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the what, podcast. Was, what was
0: the title and, of and, the YouTube video?
1: And the YouTube video was How to File Sales Tax in Colorado <laughs> uh, uh, with the new like retailers you know, or the new laws that just came out or whatever. So uh, I have never been more educated on finance stuff. But here's the other thing I would say to you is you don't know your business until you're in on the accounting side. Yeah. So if you mm-hmm. haven't gotten into the accounting, like all you real estate agents out there, if you don't have a budget, if you're not into the nuts and bolts of your business, you're missing out. I mean, there's so much waste And not waste just from we're spending money, I get all that, but more waste from like, oh man, there's so much more efficiency that we can have that we just don't.
0: Yeah. But we will. We, we So we will we'll be out of there. We will. You'll be out of there. So that's well, going to while be, you're listening to this. I'm already out. All of you I'm listeners. Free. Yeah, we'll be seeing more like free of Luke <laughs> on social media. <laughs> hey, do us a favor. Check out. I know we ask I know we ask everyone to follow a lot of stuff, but um, it's it's because we're putting out a ton of content. We're putting out a ton of content for free, and we try and make each one of our channels a little more unique than others, so that there is kind of a reason for it to exist on yes. its own. We collect a lot of this stuff together on our website at remindermedia.com. Under the resource library. But check Luke out on Facebook. Yep. We're growing his Facebook audience now and Instagram. So you might be seeing some videos on him. If you're a client of ours, you're probably going to see a video inviting you to follow him we're on Facebook. we targeting you. We're targeting you. <laughs> we're inviting you, not targeting. That's right. Targeting I, I told Luke, Sam. I said yes. in our promo video, I told Luke not to say targeting, and then I just say said Inviting. It. <laughs> we're not in inviting invited. you personally. <laughs> but look, he's going to be talking about a lot of the different marketing materials, not necessarily with our product like we do on Reminder Media, but just marketing and sales in general. So definitely check that out. You don't want to miss it. And on this podcast, speaking of marketing, we have one of our superstar marketing advisors. Mini Tony Robbins here. Mini Tony Robbins. (laughs) We've actually been getting, uh, we've gotten requests from our clients to have this guy on our podcast. I to pay a lot of money for that. Thank you guys. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) His name is Adam Hightower. Like I said, he's a marketing advisor here. He helps clients get onboarded. Helps them work on their list. Helps them figure out who to send the magazine to. Helps them what to say on uh, follow-up calls. How to customize their publication and everything. And uh, Luke said that he he wanted to have him on after dude being at a morning meeting. So, I so we do a morning huddle every day. So yeah. this is a,
1: something that if you have a team. You should be doing a huddle every single day. It doesn't have to be long. In fact, if they're too long, they you know will get it will defeat the purpose. But you should have a morning huddle where you read numbers, you focus on the goal, you inspire. And this guy right here was called up randomly. You weren't prepared, were you? No, was he wasn't even prepared. He was terrified. <laughs> I was terrified. And he gave it was like a freaking sermon. And I know because my dad's a preacher. And you you know when there's a great sermon, like a moving. I mean, this dude, you're. I mean, everybody, like, my jaw was probably open. What did Ben Meese, another one of our marketing coaches, said (laughs) I looked like I was falling in love with you? Like, it was freaking nuts. It's like mini Tony Robbins up there. I was like, who, where did this guy come from? And so I was like, man, we have to get him on the podcast now. And the reason why I wanted you on is in, everybody who's listening to this, whether you're a client or not a client, you're going to get a lot of tangible tips that you can apply to your business and email marketing and what you should be doing, follow-ups, all that good stuff. But one of the things I tell Everyone who works on the marketing services side, which is really the side that is helping our clients day in and day out, is we have different positions. You know, you might be setting up the magazine. You might be getting a list in. You might be setting up email campaigns for somebody. All those are just technical aspects of the job. Truly what we are are success coaches. We are coaches that come in every single day to try to motivate, inspire people. We just had an incredible interview with... Audrey, if I'm pronouncing the name. I I keep wanting to say Audrey. But incredible interview. And she talked about the key to the business. And she has been uber successful in the financial services arena. She talks about building a relationship. She talks about inspiring people and motivating them to take action. And that is literally what our mission is. I think you would agree, Adam. Our mission is every single day before we set up your email campaign, before we set up your magazine, build a relationship, inspire you and ultimately cause you to take action. We want people when they get off the phones with us to literally go, man, I I wish Adam would call me every (laughs) single day, which is not uncommon for you to hear. Like, could you just call me every single day? So let's get into kind of the meat of this. We have a digital edition Of our magazine and a lot of you who listen to this might use it so you know as you guys know our flagship products American Lifestyle magazine it's a 48 page coffee table publication that's literally your publication we customize it to look like you put it together sending it to your clients well not too long ago about a couple years ago almost three now we created a digital version of that magazine And that really is the email marketing component of our products here at Reminder Media. So we're having you guys send that out monthly if you're a client of ours. And I want to dive into kind of some of the tips that you've encouraged our clients to take advantage of. When it comes to email marketing, I know you came in prepared because even if you don't use our product, because this is not a podcast to promote our products, though I hope you use them, (laughs) even if you use another email marketing product, you can use some of these principles that we're gonna talk about to measure whether or not you're having success with your product, and more importantly, some ideas of what you can do content-wise and what you can do to connect and get better ROI, because that's what this is about, it's about ROI. Mm -hmm. How do you get return on investment from using the marketing products That you're using. So let's start with what do you think the number one mistake that you see agents? So you're talking to them all day long, Mm -hmm. guys. So we have tens of thousands of clients. Meaning, what do you think the number one mistake is that you see agents making when it comes to using our email marketing? What's the problem that they're having?
2: So, I mean, when you talk about just the number one mistake, ah, there's so many. I'm kidding, guys. You're doing a great <laughs> job. But um, I would say the number one mistake is definitely consistency. You know, okay. With email marketing, people get discouraged. You know, the industry, standard open rate. And we always publish that on our site to just show them you know, what they're comparing themselves against. But that's just under 18%. For an industry, that's everyone that's comparing you to, you know, Amazon, that's eBay, everybody. So when people come in and they see that they have an open rate of 15, even an open rate of 20, which is a better industry norm, they they get upset. They get discouraged. And all they can see is that 80 percent or that 85 percent that didn't actually open it. And the key is, what are you doing with that 20 percent? You know, Mm. if you if you're sending out. 200, 300, 500, you know, emails. And if you don't actually have a list that big, that's part of our programs. We help you develop it. A little product plug there. But but if you're sending out that many emails and you have a 15%, I mean, a 10% open rate on 200 emails, that's 20%. My math is on point. So,
1: so, I mean, he's a mathematician too. That's 20
2: people. I mean, 20 people are opening that. So, what are you doing with those 20 people? And that's the mistake. We don't have the consistency from our clients because they just kind of want a plug and play tool. And as you know, I mean, for focusing on real estate, it's not about, there's nothing you can do in real estate that's just plug and play and have deals roll in. It's all the same thing. Follow up, touch base, grow the relationship.
1: No, that's, I would, ag- I would agree with you 100%. I think it's actually an interesting mind shift to make. There's a book out there called Embracing the No. It's a similar psychological mind shift that you have to make in sales. It's mm-hmm. like you start focusing on, on like most people view that open rate almost as a negative mm-hmm. instead of a positive. When you when you get rejected in sales, you view it as a negative instead of a positive. And really this point of going, hey, look, even if you're getting the standard 20% open rate, diving down into going, what are you doing with those people that actually open the email? And most people think that when they get someone to open an email, they're going to take action. It's even less. Do you mm-hmm. even know, Josh, do you know off the top of your head, like what's the standard, like people actually from open to click through?
0: Can open to click through? Yeah. Ooh. Like, I mean, it's even. 0.03 it drops down
2: to about. I had the click through rate, I believe it's it's one point something. We'll edit it so I sound smarter than I am. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> <but>, um, <laughs>
0: so your, your click through rate is going to be out of everyone you sent to, how many people clicked an email? Mm-hmm. Then you have your click to open, which would be so out of the 20 people that opened your email, mm-hmm. maybe 10 of them actually clicked through. So then you have a click through rate of, or a click to open of 50%, but your click through rate would be 5% if it's, or 10% if yes, it's 10 out of
1: 10. Yeah, 10%, which would be insane. Which is a great, insani- yeah, insane. Yeah, like good. like good. out of 10, it's like 1%. So <laughs> yeah.
0: that would be like two people out of your 20. Right?
1: Yeah, that you would get. What are you doing with those people? So what do you encourage like, so a real estate agent, let's say they blast out an email. They blast mm-hmm. out a digital edition. So right now we have clients listening to this. They've sent a digital edition. Let's say they have 20% open it, Right. What are you encouraging them to do to those people that they can see in the portal that have opened the digital edition?
2: Well, if, let's take a step back. And, you know, whatever email marketing campaign you're doing, if you don't have the analytics, we got to upgrade it to make sure you have that. One of our platform's biggest you know, appealing features is that we give you the name of the person that opens it. Mm. So whatever platform you're doing, you need to have the name of the person. Once you have the name of that person, and let's go with John. I always go with John. It's my dad's name. That's yeah. my go-to made-up person. But um, we're going to call John. And we're going to just flat out, and this is the script I give to our clients on the phone. So if you're listening to this, write it down. Hey, John, I, I was trying something new with my marketing. I think you saw it. I-, I just wanted to hear the opinion of somebody I trust. What did you think? That's it. That's the conversation. And then once they give you that honest feedback, because their guard's down and it's almost like a sales call at this point, you just flat out tell them, hey. I send this out because I always want to remind people, you know, I'm in real estate and I'm always trying to help somebody out. Is there anybody you can think of? Let them know that you are doing this for referrals because half of your clients like you, but they don't know that you need referrals. Or even if they know, you're just not on the top of their priority list. So, so the honesty behind that is going to get you referrals just based off of that. But if you're doing that with all the people on that 15%, you're guaranteed a return on investment. And that's really the whole point of this. You have to do something to engage the people that open this. And that's and that goes back to the whole consistency aspect of it. You know, that being the biggest mistake. I mean, that's, that's what we see going on with the team.
1: It's interesting. Like I love the strategy of calling people and literally being super direct. Mm -hmm. If you're going to go in and so we have tons of different podcasts here that we've talked about, Hey, look, you lead with value. You don't have to be salesy and you don't have to go in and go directly for yourself. But when you do, you want to be super direct in how you go about it. Don't dance around mm-hmm. the point. The, the, what you did not do in that <laughs> script, if I'm breaking it down for people, what you did not do is you didn't go in and act like, "Hey, I'm just giving you something nice, and uh, you know, I wanted to see if you got it." And there's a great blueberry pancake recipe, <laughs> and then all of a sudden go, "Oh, and I want referrals." Like yeah. really, that like because they're going to sense. Well, the real reason you called me wasn't for. But if you the listen even pancake. to what
0: one of the words, you, I'm, I'm sending this to you because you're someone that I trust. Yes. Yeah. So right away you're you're you buttering them up to the mm-hmm. point where then you can turn around so. and ask them for something. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key. That's the key. Being super direct with people
1: in a sales from a sales perspective is the ultimate key to being able to get what you want. Most common mistake with salespeople is they're not direct enough. So I call it dancing around the point. They dance around the point and they try to almost in a way manipulate the results out of the person instead of just coming out and saying, hey, the reason why I'm calling you is XYZ. People will respond well to that because of the authenticity that's there that you literally are calling them. Hey, I trust you want to get your opinion on this marketing. The reason why I'm sending you this marketing is because, hey, I wanted to know if you knew anybody. I remember I think it was a Mike Ferry script that talked about where you state, hey, I have a lofty goal for my business this year. I have a lofty goal where I want to do 25 transactions this year. And when I thought about the clients that I want more of, your name popped into my mind. And I want more clients like you. And so I was wondering if you knew anybody who was looking to buy or sell real estate. And so the reason why that script is so successful is because it's so direct to the point. But... It gets people bought into your journey and your story to where literally they want to help you out. You're saying, I have a lofty goal for my business. You're doing a very similar thing with your script. Mm -hmm. Hey- I trust you and wanted to see what you thought of my marketing. You're bringing them into the journey of what you're doing as a business to then in turn, ask them for something in return, but get them involved and invested in what you want and then directly asking them. So what about like, take us to the next step. So let's say they're calling to get referrals. What are some other tips that you're giving our clients kind of on using their digital edition? I mean,
2: when you talk about the digital Let's actually talk about the open rate. I, I know I just said people don't stress over the open rate, but let's have that conversation because ultimately, if you're setting something out, you're going to want to get the most engagement. And and what we see, and we have a lot of success for, and I, I know, and I'm sorry to all the agents I've been working with directly, I left my name sheet back at my desk, so I, I, I don't have anybody's name to shout out. But we've seen some people do some pretty unique things, Okay. and, and it's just, it's about networking and community. Um, I have an agent down in Texas who actually interviews the coaches of the Pop Warner Football League. So the whole thing that she's working for is to be the official real estate agent of that league. So when the coaches are on and they're talking about the sports, you know, the parents see their kids being highlighted. And now who else would you use? That's a member of your community. And it all comes full circle. And I think one of the biggest takeaways that all agents have about email marketing is that, and this is digital all across the board, it doesn't change how real estate works. You're still going out. You're still making relationships. You're still looking to build on those relationships, and you're still looking to help the people in your
0: community. Well, you're also you're also taking like – there might be people out there that are doing what you just said, working mm-hmm. with the Pop Warner Leagues or trying to be a Little League sponsor or doing other right. things within their community, and they have a – a method or a vehicle of getting that out there, or they're just doing it because it's something that they they want to do with the community. You're then taking, and we, we coach this with other digital content. Like if you're doing video, shoot one three or five minute piece of video and then cut that up into 30 second segments and use that elsewhere. It's the same concept here. You're already working in the community. Start figuring out how to take pieces of that and put it into mm-hmm. your digital edition, put it into your magazine, Feature put it into your exactly, other email exactly. newsletter.
2: And I mean, uh, when you talk about the hobby-based content, I mean, I have people who, and, and my mom is the biggest knitter. She loves knitting. <laughs> I mean, she, she's not involved in real estate, but she's do probably that what watching it's this. Knitter? Do you wear any yeah.
1: that's, <laughs> uh, hats, hats. You know, she's I, listening I, to this because, yeah. because my wife actually. Do, I thought it was like she well, does. Crocheted. Maybe she does. There's she difference. does oh, crocheted. there's a
2: difference. Don't yeah. cross See, that. Yeah, line. I don't know. So a, Megan's oh, gonna kill me. That's a feud. Yeah, but my mom's knit group is called the Knits. Yeah, they're pretty clever with that. But just example, you know, I, I was working with an agent and I used my mom as an example. If you were to put a knitting pattern in the front cover of your digital edition, because it's customizable, you can do photos, you can sure. do videos. Of course they're going to open it. Now this is going to go. And we can just send that right to the nitwits as the group. Mm. I'm sorry I just <laughs> sold you out, mom. Now you're you're going to be targeted by an email campaign. But um, but that's the whole point of this. You were upping that open rate. Email campaigns that are based on hobbies actually have an average open rate of 27%. Why do you
1: think that is? What's, what's your personal thoughts? Because you're giving
2: people content. You're giving people, you know, we preach with our magazine, general interest articles, something for everybody in sure. the house. But if you're actually targeting these groups, like you know, because you're a member of the community. Do you know what they want to see? And you're giving them it's that the content relevancy. that they want to see. That's exactly it. They're going to open it. They're going to enjoy that content that you gave them. And of course, when it comes time, it's almost like they're brainwashed. They're going to come back to you. And you're following up with them. You're touching base. When you're calling and once you start customizing the content and now you're doing your follow-up mm-hmm. calls, you ask them, what do you want to see? Hey, what's the new knitting pattern that you'd like to see in there? You know? Dude, it's, that's a that's great that's, script that's right there. Like, that's That's what it's about, though. It's about really building that relationship. And I mean, if somebody opens it, you know, you can even call them and say, hey, I was doing this. Um. Did you have any local restaurants you wanted me to highlight? I'd love to go talk mm. about and give any reviews or anybody. Give them the spotlight. Your clients want to be in front of the camera. Everybody wants to be famous. You guys don't know how long I bugged Luke to have me on this podcast. He did. He bugged I, me <laughs> relentlessly. Just nonstop. But the point is, you gotta, you're gotta. you not going to get anything unless you ask. And this yeah. is the opportunity to ask your clients. Hey, digital marketers. Want to know about something surprising you can do to step up your game? It's print. No, print is not dead. Airbnb, a tech company, created a print publication to reach people at newsstands and in magazine aisles. JCPenney discontinued their print catalogs, but then went back to them when their digital only catalogs weren't driving sales. These companies and so many others know that print is a unique, tangible way to get the attention of customers. Find out more about how you can use print to grow your business by downloading our free ebook, Print Media, Your Secret Marketing Weapon, at ReminderMedia.com PrintMedia. That's ReminderMedia.com slash printmedia. Take action on this today.
1: It's a great, great point. One of the things that I don't think people take advantage of enough is the synergistic businesses that are around them mm-hmm. locally, meaning they work in the, with the same type of clientele, but they're non-competitive to you. Mm-hmm. And you think about it this way. If you have a mortgage professional that you always use, and every agent tends to have a mortgage rep, maybe they have a couple, but tend to have a mortgage rep or a title company that they always use. That mortgage company, that title rep has an email list. It is a perfect opportunity for you to use your digital edition, feature them. In your digital edition, with one condition that you get to email it to their email list as well, and you just—I call it cross-pollination—but you're cross-pollinating databases yep. to grow not only your reach but to grow your referral network and all that stuff. And th- just think limitlessly. I mean, you talked about the football leagues. There's an email list there. Mm-hmm. Right? You have kids, Josh. You know. I mean, think about the oh, yeah. PTA. Is it PTA? I say I was homeschooled. I don't, I don't know. know. Is it PTA? <laughs> the a parent teacher, teacher, teacher association. Yeah, parent yeah. teacher. Yeah. But think about all these things you're involved in and how do you get those email list in a non-salesy way which is always the key and that's one of the keys to the digital edition it's the key to the magazine is it's a very elegant you know really non-salesy way to keep in touch with people it's more value driven gives you the ability like you said to share general interest entertaining content things that will resonate with a lot of people that they'll see value in but going in everybody should have their rolodex of partners i call it they're Mm -hmm. not necessarily vendors but they're partners to you that you use like who are that when you go to close as a real estate agent who are the five companies that you use every time you close and do you have their email list and if you don't why do you have their mailing list and if you don't why why aren't they on your their your magazine why aren't you guys paying for the magazine together to cut down your cost altogether and advertise in in one partnering is such a huge way to grow your database so effectively and so quickly. I don't know if you have any other ideas that you've seen be successful from a partnership level. I know you mentioned Pop Actually, Warner Football. But. Well, I,
2: I did have one. Uh, when you were talking about having the lender come on, okay. and that is a big one, and I've done this with multiple agents. It's a whole strategy we've come up on. You know, one of the biggest buying demographics for, for first-time buyers is millennials. Okay. And if you look at the percentage, and, and this is the one, I should have looked this one up before I came here, but I think it's something like Forty six percent of millennials are buying with student loan debt. And and we had someone in the office and I'm not going to say anybody's names, but they refinance their student loans before they applied for a mortgage. And as a millennial, Mm -hmm. I did not know that was a no, no. And that is a huge no-no. And mm-hmm. one of the things, you know, coming off of that, we actually came up with an idea on the floor of, of having lenders come on and talk about the do's and don'ts of applying that's for awesome. a mortgage with student loan debt. And those kind of things. And, and we're going to sound yeah, almost a like Brian nugget. Feeney, that's a Buffini, but it's, for it's a value. Idea. You're adding value <laughs> to the concept because if you can send anybody a magazine, you know, you can send them a digital magazine. Obviously, that's going to get you a relationship. But if you become a resource for them in your life, then come on.
1: That's a Dude, for life. Come on. Come on. That's, hey, that's, that's awesome. That's I call awesome. it a SME now, a subject matter expert. I learned that the other day. And you're now, so, you're I, so I excited I, about it. I that. always say now yeah, you SME, really you're a SME. Kid. Meaning like you, you want to become a, re, you know, obviously build relationships. I call in it the a SME. Yeah, SME. But you want to be a SME. <laughs> In your industry. You want to be the subject matter mm-hmm. expert. I love that idea. Yeah, so what? Great. What? how do they tangibly do that? Would you advise them? Is it a video in their digital? Is it yeah, so email part of the email? Well, how so you what we
2: would them? actually do, the digital content has a, a first page that allows you to somewhat make your own article. So, I mean, a lot of times we do the basics like listings and things. But in this case, we actually have the lender come on and film a video. Just okay. you know, nothing crazy. You three minutes max. But just introducing themselves, talking about the resources. Hey, you can come here. These are the do's and don'ts, common mistakes, come to my website for more information. And of course, that lender wants that to go to everybody because it's their chance to just have another touch point with their audience. So like you're saying, you're going to get in front of more people, but also value. Because at that point, if you know you have a first-time home buyer, whether they opened up that email or not, you're going to send this directly to them. Because also, you can text our digital edition. So you're going to text this directly to them. They're going to watch the video. And now you actually have them engaged. And I mean, even if they don't respond, they say, gee, thanks. That's a takeaway that they have for life cuz you actually cared about well, it. Well then go one step
0: it. further and I mean <clears throat> you can go in and edit your subject line. Mm-hmm. So I would write something like millennials if you have a home if you have a student loan yeah, watch student. this. Right. Yep. Then in the copy of the email that body that first paragraph is editable. Make sure to open this and click scrape through the second exactly. page where there's a video that explains the do's and don'ts of applying for a mortgage with a student loan debt to draw them in because then you're going to increase your open rate, hopefully, because mm-hmm. people see the subject line. Yep. They'll click. They'll want to see more if they're in that demographic. They'll read the first paragraph of that email. They'll click the link, which will open your increase your open rates or your click-through rates. And then you have that many more engaged people that would be more likely to yep. open your next message. Then
1: show. you do what you said, call them or send a text message of the digital with that message mm-hmm. to everybody in your list that has kids oh, yeah. that you know that is in college. Absolutely. Yeah, and if yeah. you're not tracking those things, you got to, I know it's so difficult. One of the biggest pains, I know you if know you don't this. know, yes. Yes. <laughs> Is getting agents list, getting their list, oh, getting that like it's so disorganized, but your money is in your, how you keep that document, how you keep that in your database. list of mm-hmm. people in your database, that the, the interests, the likes, where they're at in their life and their journey. It's incredible. I think texting is huge. I think texting is huge. What I have found is that people still see every text. Yeah, I find myself now. Maybe I'm a little bit different because I get so you know many. You know what's interesting? I don't interesting? see every
0: email. Realtors it's might not might not understand this because we when we're at conferences and stuff, I'll be looking at someone's phone, and they'll say, "Oh, I just got yeah. a text." They would have like fifty new messages Ooh. in their texts Ooh. in their texts. Like <laughs> just in the amount of time talking Freaky to us for nuts. ten minutes, they would get twenty more text messages mm. in. Like that's, that's unusual. I just want to like point that out Yep. because yep. your clients nope. like Luke and I, Adam, like we're all normal people. We're not getting 20 text messages. <laughs> I'm not normal. Probably. But, uh, yes, no. I, I was going to let that I'm slide. That, I didn't, I didn't want to say. I'm know. not that popular. I still work for Josh it, so. is normal. No, <laughs>
1: but the, you're, there's two areas where people never, well, I shouldn't say this for a fact, but I believe so is your social media. When you see that little red icon, that mm-hmm. little red message thing on your Facebook, you're always looking at who messaged yeah. you. In on text message, you're
0: always looking. I would at say Instagram text. is, is Instagram more powerful same. from a DM standpoint because Facebook throws out so many. Yeah, I'm with Facebook, Facebook? Facebook is on the same journey
1: that email went on, that every marketing thing goes on is marketers get a hold of it, and, and we just blast so much information that becomes so irrelevant that people start ignoring mm-hmm. And so, you have a error right now of time that you can get in and start using. Now, text is a little different. You got to be careful that mm-hmm. you don't over text people. And text, I believe you have to still abide by the the call laws and all that good stuff. Text is considered yeah. the same. But the point being is that utilize your text because the digital edition comes across as a picture too. It doesn't yes. come across as an ugly yes. link. It comes across as a nice picture when you text it out to people. And it's another touch point. And one of the tips I give to people all the time, which is super easy, is like we just went through a holiday not too long ago, you know Memorial Day. How many of you pulled out your phone and texted at least twenty people in your contact list Happy Memorial Day. I feel like a just terrible that one only five. Little, I feel like a
2: terrible friend. Only right,
1: five, but the but. point being <laughs> is, like that one little touch point as a business could be everything. Mm-hmm. It could be everything. that putting just it's all about mind share. And it's not—it's what you said in the beginning of the podcast, it's consistency. It's not one thing that's going to bring success. It's a multitude of things done consistently mm. over a long period of time that brings success. And so this is just one of those touch points. Exactly. So let's move to social media because, you know, we mentioned social media there and the digital can be shared on social media. So mm-hmm. walk us through kind of what you've seen, what you would suggest, what your thoughts are on using the digital on social media.
2: So when it comes to social media and you're just talking about it, it gets even more personal. So, Social media is the place because we really want to target those groups. I I don't mean to just keep going back to Pop Warner, but I don't know about you guys growing up, but playing sports, you remember the phone chain? Yeah, and that's yeah. the phone Literally. chain where one person would leave a voicemail and now people are schooled. showing he has up. No idea yeah. showing like,
1: okay. Hey, I played so, soccer <laughs> growing up. There was a homeschool soccer
0: league. So sing. so
2: the phone chain, for those of us who aren't familiar, you know, when practice or the game's canceled, one person calls the second person, second person calls the third person. And Maybe all it was it takes I just is didn't have person. any friends because <laughs> I never got a phone call. <laughs> <It's>
0: so, <laughs> same thing happened with it's, prayer lists if you oh, were yeah. in yeah. church. But that's it. There we go. There we go.
2: Remember that. But but the idea the phone chain is gone. Each team has a social media page. Each team has well, you an, have an email app. Like They have that's, apps for dude, their team. That teams. is a yeah. great and point SI right S- app. But yeah. that's what we're trying to break into. So when you highlight the, the team, you want to get like posted. When we, about, you know, a a when we talk about, you know, highlighting a restaurant, a local restaurant, getting them to share you share they your have their own exactly, business page. Exactly. Share your digital edition on their business page. So when you feature them, I mean, I've had people who reach out to a local restaurant and say, hey, you know, I'm in the community. You know, I work around here. I love to highlight the businesses that make us, look great. Uh, Give me like a two minute video and I'd love the feature of my digital edition. Oh, and I'll give you a link so you can share it online. Dude, that is awesome.
1: That's it. uh, The reason why I know that is so powerful. My wife's parents own an orchard called fruit Hill orchard. And it's a local farm stand type orchard. It's pretty successful, small little business. Their Facebook page, you guys should go check it out. Their Facebook page gets so many comments and likes. It's unbelievable. They have a business page too. Mm. The interaction there, because it's a community type thing and people love going to this and they have obviously repeat clients and all that stuff. But imagine if you are a real estate agent that yeah. gets connected with them in the area and gets featured on their page because their page, I mean, their page a lot of times outperforms our page. And we have 22,000 likes on our Facebook page and they have way less. They have maybe 1,500, 2,000 likes. The point being is what you're getting at, you're tapping into local community. Josh exactly. is looking at me like that's a knock or something on us. <laughs> no, it just means that, this, that the power of local community. Do you know what you call local, someone who a owns an group, orchard?
0: say what? You know what you a,
1: call someone? Who an orchardist? To, an orchardist. Boom. <laughs> a, a knitter and an orchardist from learning something new on this there podcast. Not crocheting though. Not crocheting. <laughs> oh man. No, but uh, so personal on social media, couldn't agree with you more. Mm-hmm. Would you suggest like, how should they go about posting? You can post your whole book, right? You can post your whole digital edition, but you can also post different articles. So like, what's your thoughts there? You
2: can break it down and, you know, buy the article. We always put it's similar to the magazine in that in our digital edition that we put, you know, there's general interest, there's some articles that are really seasonal. There's always the recipes in the back; those are my favorites. We actually do in-house recipe videos, so got to give a shout out to our creative yeah, department the for doing those. They're amazing. But um, but with that, I want you guys to go out and just share specific articles. So if you have, you know, a, a seasonal, uh, a barbecue recipe. You share that and then you tag whoever in your clients throws the barbecue party and mm. you say, hey, I was thinking about you when I saw this. Love that. That's that's a relationship right there, because even if they don't want to use that recipe, even if they see it and, they, and they're like, well, mine's way better. Still, they're thinking about it. they might tag you back and say, yep. no, no, no. Check this one. and And that's. Starts the a conversation. Building. Exactly, exactly. So you're posting the individual articles. Look for whoever you can to tag in those articles. Don't be shameless about it. But I mean, if it's something that they're genuinely interested in, and it goes back to you saying, yep. keeping those notes, who has kids that are in school, who is interested in this, so-and-so likes this. And actually, it's something that gets overlooked a lot of times, but on our database, on our website, there's a place, even next to your mailing list, to store personal information for mm, your that's clients. Yeah, it's awesome. Yep. So just just little things, birthdays, littles, because that could be the difference between getting the listing and not, you sending a text on the birthday. Mm. Yes. But, but I mean, when it comes down to that, you're just looking to piece it off bite sized amounts you know no food pun intended or the recipes but uh just making it so it's something that they can look at they can see and that they feel is engaged because the last thing you want is to post this long thing and then write in the caption hey there's a recipe on page 10 and now they're going through looking for page yes. 10 because we know how long how that how bad that bounce rate is if, if you don't give them
1: what they yeah, want yeah they they won't they won't they won't view it yeah, they exactly. won't do it. see exactly. the problem is most people when they get a piece of content it doesn't even have to be ours but let's say you get the digital edition and you post the whole book and you, mm-hmm. you think that it's not bad you should post your book but you think okay i I did it i posted on social media the key is tagging people engagement Mm -hmm. is directing them
0: where to go right correct engagement
1: uh, you know maybe you comment on someone's wall Mm -hmm. specifically the article on their wall specifically maybe you tag
0: them when i don't think it's called a wall anymore
1: is it not what is it called a feed it's a timeline a uh, timeline yeah. timeline it's fee- okay. wait we'll, i've we'll heard three you. different we'll things <laughs> wall timeline feed so ti- you post it on their timeline you post it on their never feed never mind call yeah, whatever you you want. call it whatever you want <laughs> you post it in their in, in their actual direct message mm-hmm. you go to their direct message and you you literally Direct message them and say, hey, was thinking
0: about you, saw this, thought you would love it. That's well, yeah, what, I mean, Sean Carpenter talked about it. Five like, highs or whatever. Four, incorporate that into your four H's. Yeah, four H's. Right? Yeah. That's just another type you can throw high fives there. a day
1: is what I think what he called it. Do yep. five high fives a day, which is social engagement. Yep. You know, a day. So, no, I love it. I think it's all about the, I guess the point I'm trying to drive home is it has nothing really to do with the content. It does, but it doesn't. It has to do with the engagement, exactly, and using the content to engage. And when you shift and start doing that, that's when you'll start seeing success from your social media. Most people go, "I have to be on social," so they end up just posting every day and wonder why no one likes their stuff. Wonder why they're not well, getting. Well, yeah, any I mean, it, the content
0: want. is just a tool. It's however it's it you use the tool. If you're using the tool effectively, mm-hmm. you will see results.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Mike drop. <laughs> so and I a mean, hashtag. And I, I, I'll give say me a this one on thing because I was Instagram, <laughs> Andrea. <laughs> I was thinking about, uh, and I don't mean to just keep telling stories, but there was one. And, you know, you talk about how the content is, is just a tool. And, and one agent came up to my mind when we were going back to the texting. And, and this guy, it's hilarious when you look at what he did and what changed the return he was getting from how he used things. So at his closings, every single time he had a closing, he'd buy the pizza. And I mean, that was his thing, you know, moving day, you know, nobody has time to cook. So I order you pizza. That was his whole thing. What he started doing with the digital and and some people you're going to listen to, you're going to think he got a little lazy, but he started actually going and posting reviews of the local pizza places and their phone numbers in the digital. And that's what he would text. Hmm. And he actually stopped giving them pizza, but he got a better response doing that because now he's giving them options. People get to do it and it's no thinking. And, you know, it's, it's funny not to say that he's cutting like dimes and things, but he found that he got a better engagement from his clients because he always got the response. You know, before, every now and then they'd call him or he'd hear about it down the road. So right. say but that again. He, he would can't.
0: write He would write reviews on the inside letter. So he would actually go in and just...
2: Copy the reviews okay. online of the inside letter of the digital. You know he wouldn't put anybody's branding. Don't we can't publish any any other companies. Like logo, you know the you logos mean, stuff, and stuff like that. Right. But I mean he put the reviews of the pizza place. He would put just the picture of the stars and then he put their phone number. So it was just set up so and that then they he could would just send them that right, them
0: right, right after the close. He would just yep. text them right on the day of no moving day. Moving day. Moving day. So that day <laughs> so he would send okay. them yeah. a moving so day and awesome. it would have a little
2: note saying you know nobody Super has time. Great. Well now you're priming
0: them. You're getting them used to receiving something like this. They're going to be more likely to open it the next time because they know that you're willing to take the time to deliver value. Yep. It's a great idea to do for your local businesses like contractors, plumbers, the, mm. the
1: people they're going to need after they move into their home. Yeah, think yeah. about yeah, the do time do of
0: year, springtime. What would you send people yep. springtime? Lawn services.
1: Yep. All right. yep. yeah, uh, that's, that that's freaking great, man. All right, so tell us what your keys to success are, man. Right, so, you know, we ask everybody who comes on the podcast, you know, everybody's looking for the magic formula. Everybody wants the keys to success. There's not one magic <laughs> formula out there, but... There are things that people do that drive success in their life. What are the things that you do day in and day out that drive success for you? I think it's just
2: coming in and and, you know you talked about it before the rubber band statement Mm -hmm. and it's just finding where you are able to be strong without being overstretched you know it's great to go into situations and you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable you know we say that a lot in our office and to agents who are making those phone calls don't forget to ask for the referral on the follow up call Mm -hmm. be comfortable being uncomfortable but I think for me I know what my niche is I know my strengths I'm I'm I, I'm good at talking on the fly. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm sitting here, guys. My legs are trembling under this table. These guys are, I listen to <laughs> the You got to watch the video. The he's
1: like, Yeah, I'm shaking sitting there. Like I'm terrified. Dude, you be, no. I can't even tell no, you this, man. You got but a, but a I mean, beautiful voice. Yeah. <laughs> you got a voice Thank for radio. I, I appreciate I that.
2: that. Yeah, yeah, face radio, too. <laughs> but uh, no, but it, it's, it's finding your strength and uh, using that to kind of get done what needs to get done. You know, if you're an agent and you know that your strength is having a conversation with someone, then have conversations. If you're an agent and you know that your strength is your ability to pay attention to detail, really put that as the forefront to your business and show your clients that you're going to pay attention to details that are going to affect their bottom line. But it's your day is about Setting yourself up to succeed and knowing your strengths and weaknesses. I'm Great not point. saying to give up on anything you're not good at. That's not what I said, kids. But <laughs> the point is just, just make sure that you're approaching things from a, a position that
1: gives you the best chance. And that's that's so awesome, That's man. what we Great try to point. do here every day. Great point. Great point. So what advice would you give Younger Adam? Younger Adam. Now that you know Ooh. what you know.
2: Um. Wow. Younger Adam, I would say just... Man, now you. This is deep. Yeah, wow. it's a deep, deep question, deep, man. man. We're yeah. This is not in we're the. Trying state not of ma- we're trying not to make. We're trying to make okay. you cry. I mean, yeah, That's I'm, what what I'm getting emotional. Yeah. I'm getting emotional. I gotta look and <laughs> look, look, look at that little boy. Look at
1: look at that little boy. Little boy.
2: Um, no, I would say <laughs> to my younger self, I would give the advice that just. Stay true to who you are, you know, stay passionate, never hold back. I, I know uh, Luke talked about the morning meeting as if it was this like evangelical thing. <laughs> and and I know it everybody was, on the floor, it happens it about for once every other week where the director will just say, hey, we need somebody to talk. Get up there. Take the mic. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and and it's always, I've always been a passionate person. I've always been, you know, fired up. I get excited. I'm I'm the guy in high school it's who's amazing. giving the halftime speeches and, and things like that. So <laughs> So I just tell my... You know, the the old me that just keep doing what you're doing and stay passionate.
1: That's so awesome. that's what it is. All right, I got a third to close it out. Normally I don't ask this third, <laughs> but I gotta ask. Ooh, the special. What would you tell our clients right now listening to this? Take action.
2: Do something. If you're doing emails, you know, a lot of times, and and you guys don't know how hard I had to fight Luke to get him to do a podcast on one of our products. That is not something he does. And I had to fight him on that. So whether you're using us or not, and this will be the part, I'll put the bow on it. For anybody who's not using our digital edition, uh, it really, I don't want to say it doesn't matter. Use our digital edition, but it doesn't matter what you're doing. Do it. Mm. Follow through, take the advice you heard on this podcast and apply it to whatever you're doing because you have to make it personal. You have to follow up and you have to be successful. And that's the key. So.
1: Dude, man, <laughs> put a bow on it. That's freaking <laughs> awesome. And bring a tear to my eye.
0: That's the truth. That's the absolute truth, man. It's awesome. Beautiful. Thank you for being here, Adam. Oh, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. That was us. fantastic. Yeah, it really was, man. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to go back. I, and feel, I feel like so happy right now. I'm awesome. <laughs> Well, it's so awesome. <laughs> thank everybody for listening to this. If you like yes. what you heard today here on Stay Paid, please go on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating and do us a favor. Make sure you tell someone else about this podcast if you are enjoying it, even if you're not enjoying it. Let's be honest. Just start telling <laughs> Just them. tell people. We want, tell spread we want this the thing to spread. controversy. the Controversy sells. You can also <laughs> follow us on Instagram at Stay Paid Podcast. You can check out this podcast in video form on our website, StayPaidPodcast.com or on our YouTube channel, YouTube Dot com slash reminder media you can also follow reminder media on social media we are at reminder media on facebook instagram twitter linkedin pinterest all the socials all the socials, every social every for this
1: episode one. of stay paid i'm joshua stike and i'm luke acre guys and the action item for this podcast i loved how you closed it man just do it just I, love, I freaking <laughs> love that but here's what i would say to you everybody who's using the digital edition i want you to To partner with a local business. Everybody who's not using our digital edition, I want you to partner with a local business. The easiest place to start is to partner with the people you use at every closing, inspection, title, mortgage, insurance. There's a list of companies that you partner with at every closing in real estate. Then flip that around. If you're a mortgage person listening to this, flip it around, who's the real estate agent, the insurance agent, you guys get the point partner at the local level because I shared the, just the story of my parents, their orchard, And how successful their social media is because of the community they've built at a local level that's powerful, that's a movement like we've shared on other podcasts. Take advantage of that. Start partnering together. And the beautiful thing about it is you're giving value because you bring people to the table too. They're going to bring people and you're giving value to both audiences. You're cross-pollinating, which is going to increase your reach, increase your referrals. And remember what Adam said like brought a tear to my eye he Wait, said before just you, before oh where you say it, yes go ahead josh
0: i, I want to give one more url okay remindermedia.com slash digital edition yes if you're listening yeah, to this and you're curious yes. to hear what we're talking about make yes. sure you check that, that out that is
1: a true vp of marketing I wanted right to throw there, that out there, gentlemen that before is before you say the final action. line go ahead look difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in any business is top producers take action so take action today